Blog Talk Radio.
there, brothers and sisters. There it is. Okay, now it's on blog talk. Whoops. Um, one of the things I got to give him props for is the dude just signed an executive order that bans transgenders from the military, Navy, Air Force, whatever branch of government, like, you know, armed forces. And I had to laugh because, like, dude, like, I'll, I'll, I'm sitting here listening. Hi, Sister Nancy. Anyways, I was sitting there just thinking about all the just the things that are going on in today's world, how it's accepted. I mean, you got movies right now. Love. What what show was that? That uh, trans father or whatever. That oh, transparent. Yeah, transparent. And it's about um, a, a dad that's basically he's like, yeah, I've been dressed a man my whole life, and I'm finally going into a woman. Anyway, so. It, it's a new series that's airing online, like live, and and, and it's crazy. It's it, it's it's crazy to think this um, now, where it's more acceptable to see um, homosexuality and just just ungodly natures on on TV, where it's just blatant in your face, and we have really no one to blame for it. You know, everyone, you guys might say, well, it's the Illuminati, it's the elitist, it might be this, it might be that, but listen, you guys. We just got to understand that's just the way it's going to be for right now. Um, do we like it? No. Do we have to comply with it? No. But um, just understand that if we're not paying attention to the times, you know, I'm not talking about just the end times, but just the times we're living in. If we're not paying attention to those times, man, we can we can really be tripped up, amen? We can be tripped up in some way, shape, or form, and it's not good. So um, anyways, so I, I just got to throw that out there. You know, just stay vigilant. Stay always those you don't have to be a watchman per se, um, a watchman to be a watchman on the wall to to stand your guard to stand your watch to be ready, and and expecting you know uh, it, everyone likes quoting I think it was uh, Joseph um, a wise man sees danger from afar and prepares but there's so much more that wisdom brings than just danger okay and we're going to be diving into that in Ecclesiastes amen so. If you guys got your Bibles handy, sorry about the hair. You know, I've been wearing a hat, and I just got done with the shower, and I just threw on a hat just because it makes me feel better at life. Um, we all have those days. <laughs> you know, I don't care who you are. If you're a man or a woman of God, you have bad hair days. Um, and, and it's kind of funny to think that the Lord knows just the number of hairs that are on our head. Amen. So, um, okay, now where were we at? Ah. One of the first things I do want to mention about, you know, for those of you that do work in a workplace, a secular place, whatever it might be, uh, one of the things I want to bring up is you don't be scared to show your humanity. You know what? You might get angry, frustrated, go around, and you, you might even say some things that you were not meant to say. You might do some things that you're not meant to do. But understand that in Ecclesiastes, it clearly says that wisdom strengthens the wise more than ten mighty men which are in a city. For there is no just man upon the earth that does, not, that does good and sins not. The scripture clearly tells us that, you know, all have sinned, and I, I can say this from the new part, all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Um it basically simply means this. Don't put yourself in a condemning place. 
Um, I, you know, you might you might stub your toe at work, or you know, a coworker might get pissed off at you or mad at you, and you just start cussing up a storm. Now, now, Lord willing, that you have more maturity than to act that way. But you know what? Even for for those of you that are parents, moms, dads, aunties, uncles, brothers, sisters, whatever it might be, listen, you guys don't hold a grudge towards one another to the point where you begin to to lose respect for who that is for who that person, that woman, or that man of God is in your life, okay? Um, matter of fact, love, I, was, I, I told you about this on the car ride back one day, right, about um, the, the, the scripture that says, you know, women um, honor your husbands and, and husbands love your, love your wives. Remember I was mentioning something about that? And I got that off of an early morning program that basically it was, it was a guy talking about, I guess he was a Christian psychologist or whatever, and he developed a whole book, a whole training, training session on this that says one of the major things that men and women, they argue with, some of the things is men, they sometimes, um, they don't know how to love uh, or how can I put this? They're a little. They're not geared towards the love aspect as as the woman is, but and the woman isn't necessarily towards uh, all about honor and respect and, and and stuff like that. I mean, respect, but not about like honor like a knight or you know honor like in a shield, you know type thing. They don't feel dissed or respe- disrespected or dishonored as easily as a man would. Um, and I can say this because let me throw it out this way in another take. Say, for instance, you're going to work, and you have people over you, and those people have just totally treated you like crap. Um, at first, everything was going good, but they know something that, that, that uh, either you did something that got them mad, got them angry, and they don't want to share it. So instead, they bottle it up tight, and they hold it against you, and they just begin to stop communicating with you. To them, that's a right thing because they say, I have the right to do this. But inadvertently, what it's doing is making um, that man or that woman feel disrespected and dishonored. And that can go a very sideways, sour thing. And I, I only say that because I've experienced that in my own my own job. If I got to a, I, I wouldn't even see a disagreement, but like I guess I did something that really got my other coworkers mad. Um, or at least one of them in particular, and she's kind of like Mama Bear in the whole pop uh, in the whole thing. But it's okay. And so I just straight up asked her one day. I said, "So what's up?" After like two or three days, I said, "So what's up? Did did I do something to totally piss you off?" She's like, "Nope." And she kind of looked at me like deer in the headlights. I was like, "So you've been seeming kind of distant." She's like, "Yeah, there's been a reason for that." And I was like, "All right. Well, are you going to tell me?" She's like, "Not really." So I was like, "All right, fine. Leave it at that." But. There's ways we can interact as coworkers, as 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 fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, aunties, uncles, even friends. We can interact with each other that just because we don't like what they're doing or how they made us feel, how they made us act, um, doesn't mean that you go and you show disrespect to to whoever it is. I don't care if they're as young as 19 or, or as young as 10 or one or as old as 100. You know, respect is one of the things that will carry you on. Even if they don't show respect towards you, you know, there's an old saying that everyone, even myself used to say, respect is uh, earned, not given. Well, if you give respect to people and you know, like, just start using words that will not degrade them, not put them down, but begin to honor them. Um, and, it, and it's really interesting on how, how things work. Um, you'd be surprised on just the smallest things that me and my wife, we would go at each other's throats on, and, and not intentionally, but 
I may not have been using sensitive as much sensitivity as I should, or my wife, you know, vice versa. So how does this all correlate with just the daily living in in our lives? I would say one of the things is don't be scared to let your 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 humanity show. Um, even at work with anybody you know, because if they cannot, we have a, such a huge misconception in the church that we gotta have all our stuff bottled up in the closet. You know, we should keep our skeletons in the closet. And that Christianity only can see this much of you. Um, I'll tell you, I kind of laugh because if you were to truly get down and sit down with the men and women of God that that you that you guys idolize, that you listen to um, worship—I wouldn't say worship, but listen to—and and really enjoy the messages with, you know, they're trying to put on that sanctified face. And I'm not saying this for all of them, but a lot of them are trying to put on this persona how they want you to perceive them. And if that persona gets broken, you may not want anything to do with them. So their numbers, some of them might be more concerned with numbers. Um, Others might have issues of self-worth. Some might even use that as a validation for anointing. And I'm not talking about, I'm not trying to downplay anybody, but for those that know me personally, I'm a really hard individual to to, to kind of get along with. Um, I'm a very high intense personality, but you know what you see is what you get. I'm not going to change because you listen to me on the radio. I'm not going to change because you know I, I've been a youth pastor for many years. I'm not going to change because I've seen you know the, the the side of God that most people dream of. Because you know what, you got to understand, brothers and sisters, that you are all fearfully and wonderfully made. That, you know what, God never called Haley to be like me. Um, the Lord never called uh, Paul, uh, sister, uh, my mother-in-law, Sister Paula, to be like a Curtis or a Curtis like a Steve or, you know, um, Marcus like us. Because the Father did not make no cookie cutters. He didn't make cookie cutter Christians. He didn't say, this is the way it needs to be, this is the way you need to act, and that's the way it is. No, because if that's all the same, then we're making a religion out of it. We're making a a, a cutout mold. And I don't know if any of you have ever tried to make a mold of a mold of a mold of a mold. After probably about the fourth or fifth rendition of that mold, you're going to begin to see some some mistakes. The original picture gets kind of mucked up and muddled up. And the longer you use that mold... You know, the worse it's going to become. So I would say this, brothers and sisters, don't become that cookie cutter. Don't become that mold which you think everyone has to base their life off of. Um, and I think this is very important for us today, not, not just for whatever, but I think this is a good outlay for everyday life. If we can begin to look at character, we can begin to look at self, we can begin to look at who we are, and not judge others for the way that they are. Um, because Ecclesiastes, really, it says, like, you know, uh, you know, for there is not a just man upon the earth that does good and sin not. You know, the only one that sinned, that never sinned was, was Christ. You know, our, our Messiah, our Savior, Yeshua, Yahushua, or however you, you know, however you pronounce his name, Abba Father, Daddy, you know, the one up there. He's the only one because he was the one with no sin that took on our sins. Amen. So I would say this. 
that I don't care how holy you are. I don't care how many times you went to heaven. I don't care if you can speak in tongue and prophesy backwards, in and out, upside down, two ways till Sunday. I don't care if you translate the world. Do not think more of yourself than than the brother and sister that are just now accepting the Lord in their life and going to your congregation. Don't ever, 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 ever put yourself above. Um because if you do, you're, it says in Proverbs that, you know, a man should not think of himself more highly than he ought to. And I really do think that that is, that is something we need to all take into account. And I say this because you, you can look at this through not only work, not only um, relationships, but also we have a transgender actually working in our grocery store. Um, now, am I going to go up to them and say, you know, your lifestyle's wrong. Do I treat them any different than I would a believer? No, I wouldn't. In the sense of they all deserve who God has made me. They deserve that. They, they at least deserve that because if they look at me and say, okay, this person does not change. You know, um, this person does not change. They don't waver because you know what? God says I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The way God is is just the way God is. There's, 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 no, there's no way around it. So I would say this, if we're supposed to be like little little G's, little gods, yes, because the scripture does say we are to be like gods, and I'll go over that in a different segment, but just be you. Um, if you're a smoker, go and smoke. Don't, don't try to hide that. If you like drinking wine, don't hide that around me. Be who you are, and you, you will seriously, I, I really get to see who you are, and I'm not going to judge you for it. Um, everyone has their own things, you know, <laughs> me and my wife, we found out some things about some brothers and sisters on air that I'd be like, what? You know, that totally makes sense now that we know them, but, you know, don't be scared to hide your professions. Don't be scared to hide what you do. Um, and, and, you know, so I only say this because if you have to put up a shroud or put up a, a persona on how you need people to see you. Why are you doing it? You know, God says, I am that I am. I am just exactly what I am. I'm a God of war. I'm a God of love. I'm a God of correction. I'm a God of destruction, but I'm a God of, of new things, birth. I'm, I'm, I'm a God of wonder, spectacular, honor, majesty. You know, so, so he is everything we need him to be in our life and so much more. So don't, don't try, to, try to put up something that you're not. Amen. Um, so anyways, in Ecclesiastes 21, uh, 721, I'm sorry, it says, Also take no heed unto all words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant curse thee. Now I'm going to pause just right there. Um, some of us, we, we have itching ears. Um, we take too much stock in what other people say to us. Um, you're no good. You're, you're, they, they might speak bad things. They might even speak soothing things. Oh, you're so awesome. You know, he, 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 you know, they're trying to butter you up. We call them today in today's profession, brown nosers, um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> I'll let you guys figure that one out yourself. Amen. But, you know, take heed to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Whenever people praise you, um, I'm going to, you know, Christ, can, can I, can I just be frank here? Um, the Lord was is our example. You got to understand that on on Palm Sunday, what we know as Palm Sunday, everyone was praising the Lord, throwing their garments, throwing everything down on the ground, and making way for the King. But the next moment, they were saying, "Crucify Him! Crucify Him!" So they were praising Him. Matter of fact, giving Him all honor and glory. But behind that, they were really unsure. They just really didn't know. So take heed. Take uh, no heed, it says. Uh, 
take no heed, take no care, take into no account what people say to you. Um, unless you see, you know, your servant curse you, the people that you have held dearest in your life or closest near you, they might begin to treat you different. They might begin to look at you as someone different other than you are. But that doesn't disqualify the call of God upon your life. It don't. That doesn't disqualify the God, uh, the call of God upon my wife's life, uh, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law. Just because I've seen a little bit of rough edges, um, I'll tell you guys, many of you still say, you know, oh man, it must have been such a blessing to be under uh, such a man of God as Marcus. I'm going to say this time and time again. It was, but it wasn't. Because just as much smooth edges, and you guys saw all the all the refinement that has taken place in his life, but you you didn't see what it took to get there. It really didn't. You guys don't know how many times he he, he lost his cool, how many times he raised his voice, how many times in in immaturity growing up, not just in his later age, but in his earlier walk. You know what that took. You just we just don't know. So don't consider somebody more than they ought to, all right? Um, for oftentimes also thine own heart knoweth that thou, that yourself likewise has cursed others. Um, and Ecclesiastes basically 23, it, it basically says this, that we all know that we've talked smack about somebody. We all know that we've backstabbed somebody and, and really talked talk poop, let's just put it that way, to them. So we know whenever people talk that way to us, uh, you know, kind of expect it, you know. Um, ah, one second. So all I got to say is this. You know, there's going to be a lot of opportunities in our work and in our life to share Christ with people. Um, I don't know if you guys can see this, but in in, in um, I kind of got this little hat in South Dakota. And it says Matthew um, 28, 19, right there, right there on the side. For those of you that don't know, I'm showing this on Facebook Live. Um, it's a green hat that says Matthew 28, 19. And it basically says this. It says, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. Go forth and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. All right, so I actually wore this to work one day. And, you know, there's, there's obviously a big cross right there on the front of it. Um, and there's uh, the the people who who made it who made the hat right there at crossroads, but as I wore that, the one guy was like, "Dude, I really dig that hat. What does that scripture say?" And I was like, "It says, and that's basically what we do believe here in Warrior Radio. It says, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. That is one of our major things that we want to go do." And that's to make disciples for the Lord, not disciples of Curtis and Haley, not disciples of Pine Ridge Warriors, not disciples of anything. So simply put this, what is discipleship? Discipleship, in a nutshell, is you're able to keep loving somebody no matter how many times they did you wrong. No matter how many times they screw up, no matter how many times they mess up, no matter how many times they run away and come back. No, you have to love them because if you don't, who will? I'll tell you guys, I probably put that man of God and my wife through so much hell in the last few years. I mean, my wife is over here laughing and smirking because she knows that stuff is true. Love, you understand that love, uh, you, that, 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 um, what is it, the fruit of the spirit that says uh, long-suffering? 
The spirit of long suffering, you know, the gift of long suffering. Love, you got the gift of long suffering with me. Yeah, the fruit, whatever, fruit of long suffering. My wife is forever suffering with my longness. All right, my my long neck, my thick headedness. But that's okay, you know. <laughs> and the Lord knows that, man. He he knows that about you and I. He knows that about all of us. Um, and and I truly do laugh because you know if we're supposed to love people. And be disciples, like be those mentors. You guys are going to be going through a couple of prodigal sons every now and again, prodigal daughters, prodigal people that will leave your life for a time and a season and they'll come back. And I promise you, they will put you through so much hell. They will, you will be complaining about what they're doing, the lifestyle they're making, the choices that they have done, all their screw-ups and mess-ups. But guess what? As long as they keep coming back to you to be mentored, to still calling you their spiritual mother and father, um, understand you guys, man. Whew, boy, I tell you, that's some powerful things. You know, understand that if you are have that honor, that privilege – to be called somebody's spiritual mother and father. Don't take that lightly. And you know what? I'll be praying for you. <laughs> that's the first thing I can I'll, I will do. Somebody says, oh, I'm, I'm so-and-so's spiritual mother or father. I'll say, oh, Lord have mercy. They don't know what they just got themselves into. How long you've known them? Oh, Lord have mercy. How long have they been your mom and dad? Oh, a few months? Oh, dude, they just, I'll, I'll be praying for them. What's their name? You know, because um, <laughs> that would be my first response to anything that they that they say to me. Um, you know, and it's going to take some. And I'm going to throw this back out there. Um, the same mothers and fathers. I'm talking to you guys now. Mothers and fathers, moms and dads, brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, whatever. Um, understand, you guys. You know that your sons and daughters can put you through hell. They will. Curse at you one minute, they will make your hair turn gray, they will, you know, make you lose sleep, they will make you pull out hair, they will, they, they will make you do a lot of things, and it costs a lot of money to keep them alive, even whenever you wish they didn't, you know, <laughs> it takes a lot less to end them, but um, count the cost and count it all joy, amen, but um, I know you count costs whenever it comes to your kids, I know, because I, I, I may not be a father, but you know what, I uh, love I know what I know what I put my parents through, you know. I, I do. I know you know what you put your parents through. Yeah, yeah. She's over here smirking. And it ain't over. Yeah, it ain't <laughs> over. Yeah, it ain't over. It ain't over until the fat lady sings. It ain't over until we all go. And even still, boy, you you, you know how much we put our father through, our father in heaven through us. Yeah. Like imagine, go back to the beginning of Genesis and you think about that. Just how much crap we put him through. Where he literally said, I regret ever making you. <laughs> I mean, I think that's funny because I'm sure every parent, every person out there has regretted that. I regret ever calling you my spiritual son or daughter. Oh, Lord have mercy. I regret ever birthing you forth. I don't care. My mom, actually, the funniest thing my mom has ever said to me. She says, I brought you into this world, and I can take you out. And sometimes, like she was being straight up, she says, sometimes I wish I never would have brought you in. And I don't say that to like say, wow, my mom is a real pain in the butt. No, I'm not here to say that, but I understand what I put her through, and I can appreciate her a lot more because of it. Really, I can. So you guys, um, 
appreciate, cherish, honor, respect, love your mothers and fathers, um, natural, spiritual, whatever. Love them, respect them, cherish them. Um, and, and, and mothers and fathers, respect and cherish your sons and daughters. Because I learned a hard lesson. You never know when that, when that time for them to go is going to be gone. Not everybody has the benefit of dying at an expected time, a time where every man knows. You know, not everybody has that luxury where we can say, you know, goodbye one last time. Um, and I envy those that have said that. And, and, and you know what? I, I pray and I hope that I'm able to say that to my mom and dad, you know, later on in life. I don't wish them dead or I don't wish ill things. But I want to be able to have that time where I can say goodbye and just ask their forgiveness for all the screw-ups I've done. And I'm going to continue to do, not intentionally, but just the way we are. Um, so you guys, especially if, if there's any sons or daughters listening to this, you know, and, and you might have said, you know, I hate you, mom and dad. Don't literally, and there's a biblical principle to this. It says in scripture, it says, don't let the sun go down. Um, with your brother's wrath or anger. Simply put is this, you know, go and forgive your brother and sister. If you have ought against anybody in your life, and I think this is probably one of the most important messages I will ever preach or ever share, is if you have somebody in your life you have not forgiven, um, that you have gone weeks, months, years, you know, even without going and saying, forgive me, or I forgive you for, for either, I don't care who it is, if it was a father that molested you, if it was a brother that, that, that you know, took, that destroyed your life, I don't care if it was your mom and dad that, that put you in jail, um, I don't care who it is, but if you never have that opportunity to say, forgive me, and I forgive you, you know, they're still brothers, especially if they're Christian. You know, if they're if they're another believer, your pastors, your whoever it is, just say forgive me for the stuff I put you through and the things I said because you never know um, when's the next time you're going to say that. You really don't. Not everybody has that luxury of time. Um, you know, it's easy to say goodbye to somebody whenever they're sitting there on their deathbed and you you've been hoping. You know, it's kind of like those uh, like like those people. Um, and Steve and Paula, forgive me, especially Father Steve. You know, not everyone has that luxury, like like Grandpa, to be able to know that he's going to pass away. Not everybody has that luxury to be at peace whenever that happens, um, or prepare themselves because they. You guys prepared yourselves for that for years. How many years now? Like ten, like six, long time. It was a long time. Um, so they have an opportunity for that, but not everybody does. So, um, so just understand that tips for daily living, and you guys really do take these things to heart, um, because I think we get so wound up and caught up today about the anointing and the next great thing and revelation and, and, and all this other stuff, and that's cool. Um, the newest thing that has been found under Antarctica, the giants, you know, uh, Narubu, Planet X, whatever it might be, you know, end of America, end of life, whatever it might be. We get so caught up with this that we don't realize that our character has a lot to do with how God sees you and really how blessed of a man that you are. Um, 
Better is, and I'm going to back step to uh, uh, basically Ecclesiastes 6, and I'm going to start at the beginning. It says, There is an evil which I have seen under the sun that is common among men. A man to whom God has given riches, wealth, and honor, so that he wanteth nothing for his soul, for all that he desires. Yet God given, giveth him not power to eat thereof, but a stranger eateth it. This is vanity, and that, that it is an evil disease. If a man begot a hundred children and lived many years, so that the days of his years be many, and his soul be not filled with good, and also that he has no burial, I say that an untimely birth is better than he. For he that cometh in with vanity and departeth in darkness, and his name shall be covered with darkness. Moreover, he has not seen the sun, nor knoweth anything that has more rest than others. Yea, though he lived a thousand years twice told, yet he has seen no good, nor done. Do not all go to one place. All the labor of a man is for his mouth, and yet the appetite is not filled. For what has wise more than a fool, what has poor, and the knowledge to walk, um, knoweth to walk before the living. Simply first, brothers and sisters, simply put this. Um, simply put this, brothers and sisters, that failure to enjoy every blessing. If you guys sit and meditate on, on Ecclesiastes 6 through 8, it really talks about how it is an evil sin. You know, the writer of Ecclesiastes is saying, there's a great evil which I have seen under the sun. And it's that man has not appreciated the things that they have given, that God has given. Um, for a rich man, that he hasn't seen the blessing that it is, that he may want nothing, but he allows, he helps others. If you're somebody that has the ability to help others, and you bicker and you complain and you, and, and you try to hold back blessings from one person or the other, understand to you it is sin. Not to me, not, not to anybody else, but to you it is sin. Um, so just enjoy the things that God has given you. And I say all that because it's not about the gifts. It's not about uh, the anointing. It's not about how much knowledge you know. It's not about the latest, greatest movement. I don't. I, God can care literally less about what man bickers about. Um, earth flat? Is it round? Is it sphere? Whatever. You know, is there a hole in the middle of the earth? Have we ever traveled to – God doesn't care about all that. I mean it's interesting stuff whenever you get down into it, and you know what? They have valid points, but understand the Father's not caring about that. If your character sucks, if you're looking at every opportunity to attack somebody for the things they believe, you're no better than 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 the people you hate. You're no better because just because their actions are on the outward and yours are in the inward, understand that uh, what the Father says, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him, but what comes out of him. That means what's in the heart, what is inside your very being. If you're a crappy person on the inside, it's going to show. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um so basically, you guys, it, it, it's tough stuff. It's, it really is. Um, understand this, guys. I, I do love and appreciate you, and I hope you guys took something from this here tonight. I hope you took some form of, of, of whatever it might be. I hope you took something from this. 
So with that being said, if you guys have not caught this, um, catch this back on archives on Blog Talk, on MixLR, um, SoundCloud, or whatever it might be. You guys catch us on archives. So with that being said, I want to love and appreciate you guys. If you guys have been blessed by this in any way, shape, or form, go to our website, warriorradiobroadcastnetwork.com, and go to our uh, contact information. You know, All of it's there, so go check us out. Um, and, and you know what? Don't don't be scared to shoot us your prayer request, man. We, we, we might be busy, but we're never that busy, amen? Um, yeah, so with that being said, I love and appreciate you guys. Always remember, speak the truth. Speak and preach the truth. And, and always hold um, yourself accountable to others. That's what it's down for. Um, Brother Pat, you mentioned about how you can get a hold of this hat. Um, I promise you, if you go to Vistaprint... Um, Vistaprint might. They might. You have to do it yourself, though. Yeah, you can do it yourself, but go to go to Vistaprint and check it. You, you guys can customize your own hats. There's stuff out there. Um, go to a local embroidering place. There's uh, If you're out in the South Dakota area and you're out in Rapid City, go to Lids out there in the mall, and they'll be able to put that emblem, um, those words specifically on there. Um, you can customize hats however you want. It's not that hard. Even if you if you really want something like this, um, go and hand do it. I mean, you can hand do it. You can press your own patches and Cub Scout patches. I don't care how it is. But anyways, um, so anyways, I love and appreciate you guys. Peace out. Visit our website. Stay strong. With that being said, huh? Warrior Radio Broadcast Network God bless you guys. Check you out later. Thank you guys for tuning in on Facebook. Love and appreciate you. Don't forget to like us and follow us. Peace out.